Welcome to Today's Living Hope, a place where you'll find honest and vibrant discussions about the Word of God and how it applies to today's world. Your host, Linda Penn, is passionate about giving you the tools to live a life fully devoted to Jesus Christ, who is the origin of all hope for today and tomorrow. So now, from the WDCX studios, here's Linda Penn. Hey, welcome to today's Living Hope. This is Linda Penn, your host, and we're glad that you stopped by today. Hey, I have some special guests today, and I'm really excited about having every one of them on because we have different topics and things that I think will be of interest for you. Our first hour, we're, we have Don Shamont, and we're going to be talking about forgiveness. And then at 2 o'clock, we know we have Rob Palazinski every other week, and he has an important message for us, for us to know, and he's going to share seven important points to know the truth of today and what that means. And then at 2.30, Dominic Zaccaroli from Total Breakthrough has invited a guest by the name of Chris Crome. We're going to be talking about a fantastic seminar that's coming up on the worldview and why you need to be attending for the future of how you handle this world and how you prepare your children for the future. So as you can tell, it's a full pack two hours and so we need to get started so welcome don how are you i'm doing absolutely well thank you for having me on it's a pleasure and you are from the healing rooms and how are things going at the healing rooms people are being healed (laughs) that's wonderful (laughs) yeah it's been going because summertime is a little bit slower than most but you know Mm -hmm. we're having a good time with it and um you know, we're, you know, a little a little less staffed, but, you know, we're staffed enough and we have enough guests coming in that uh, we see a lot of people and get a chance to pray for a lot of, a lot of issues. Well, prayer is so important. And I think just with our world and personal lives and some of the tragic things are just the oppression, depression, suppression, <laughs> yeah. and um, even unforgiveness. People need a place to go where they're received, supported, loved, that's right. and prayed for. That's right. And interesting enough, I'd kind of like to share today on forgiveness, which is such um, a unique aspect for all our lives. In fact, it plays a, a major role in people getting healed because um, unforgiveness is a real major roadblock. But I, I came across this um, saying as I was reading something. And it, so it's a quote from somebody. I, I can't remember his name. He said, the concept of forgiveness is as slippery as a greased watermelon in a swimming pool. The harder you squeeze, the slipperier it gets. Mm. And that is so true because people um, are not always willing to forgive. They don't even realize they should forgive. And when they realize they should forgive, they really don't want to. Yes. All of us have had those arguments with ourselves, haven't we? (laughs) To that inner self of saying, why should I? I know I did. Jesus did for me. Why can't I? And and yet it is a difficult and um, with some counseling and doing healing journey and things, I think that one of the most difficult things for us to realize is it's a command of God. Yep, it sure is. And it's not um, if we wait till we feel like it, it'll never happen. Probably won't. Because that watermelon sure is slippery. (laughs) Oh, you you got that right. There's a couple of scriptures I'd like to cover, and I want to kind of do this backwards if I can. I'm not going to do it forwards. Okay. I should read one before the other, but I decided not to. In uh, 2 Corinthians, um, it's found in uh, chapter 2, verse 5. It says, if anyone has caused grief 
He has not so much grieved me as he has grieved all of you, to some extent. Not to put too severely, the punishment inflicted on him by the majority is sufficient for him. Now, instead, you ought to forgive and comfort him so he will not be overwhelmed by excessive sorrow. I urge you then, therefore, to reaffirm your love for him. The reason I wrote this was to see if you would stand the test and be obedient in everything. Mm. I think, you know, that's that's kind of a major, major thing. And in, in this scripture specifically, we find something that's kind of very radical. Apparently this person was, you know, put out of the church. And I, I can get over 1 Corinthians and we can share what it was. But the bottom line, Paul says to the church, he said, now, look, the punishment you inflicted upon him was enough. And so what I want you to do now is wrap your arms around him and forgive him and then accept him back into the fellowship because otherwise he's going to get so overwhelmed that the enemy will have a heyday with him. And so Paul himself has insisted that the church, not only individuals but the entire church, should forgive people. And I, I don't find that to be too often the case. And so if I can go on, um, in 1 Corinthians, the offense was kind of interesting because the offense says, is it actually reported that there is sexual immorality among you and of a kind that does not occur among even pagans? A man has his father's wife and you are proud. Shouldn't you rather have been filled with grief and put him out of your fellowship? The man who did this, even though I'm not physically present, I am with you in the spirit. I've already passed judgment on the one who did this, just as if I were present. When you are assembled in the name of Jesus, I am with you in spirit, and the power of the Lord Jesus Christ is present. Hand this man over to Satan, so that the sinful nature may be destroyed and a spirit saved on the day of the Lord. Wow, I think the coalition is, um, scripture would be Matthew 18. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely, taking care of that. Um, we know those of us who have struggled with uh, forgiveness of any kind, and we know we have listeners out there yes. that are saying in forgiveness, it has to be a work of that spirit oh, uh, of yeah. God convicting and drawing us and us just walking to the obedience of that or it's not going to happen. We are not capable in oh. and of ourselves. No, we're Our not. Our sin, sin nature is too um, strong mm -hmm. to be able to do that. You know, the sad thing about it was that Paul had to tell the church what to do. I mean, I mean the church is it's church discipline, but we don't have much of that anymore. Um, we have way, way, way too many Christian leaders that you know, sometimes know the stuff is going on, do not do anything about it. And some of these same people have friends in the church that know about it and yet just accept what's going on. And, it's, and so there's sin involved in many other people. But yet nobody's willing to say, look, look, this needs to end and you need to become responsible for it. The church is never any stronger than its mm. weakest sin. Yeah, that's right. As if sin is weak. <laughs> or the power of the powerful sin. I went to um, church Sunday, and mm -hmm. I 
matter of fact, I attended more than one church on Sunday. <laughs> but the one church I uh, attended was the fact that um, at the end, a man came up and asked for forgiveness of his church, mm. his wife, his pastor, for sin in his life. Yeah. And somebody said, oh, man, the courage that man had. Oh, and, yes. and I want to say, no, it was the brokenness and the humility mm-hmm. for him to understand what sin really was in his life and how it affects everyone. Yeah. So yeah. no wonder Paul had to teach us. Yeah, but, you know, it's like he shouldn't have to. If we're, if we're filled with the Spirit, you know, we shouldn't need that type of admonition. But regardless, you know, we have to go through it anyway. When we have people that come in um, and they sit down and talk with, you know, the people that are going to pray with them, um, you know, we don't climb all over and say, is there somebody you haven't forgiven? You know, we don't we do not do that kind of stuff. But the Holy Spirit suddenly enters those conversations and there's suddenly an entrance into which we can say, is it possible that you're holding unforgiveness? And if that's possible, we just encourage the person, you know, to forgive. It's, it's certainly not mandatory. We don't beat them up for it, at least not yet anyway. But <laughs> we have... And then we allow them time just to kind of like let the spirit. But those people are coming for help. They're coming for prayer. They're emotionally distraught. Mm -hmm. Um, Things are happening in their life, whether it's medical, um, you know, uh, physical, emotional, or even spiritual. They're coming for help. And the Holy Spirit helps you guide Mm -hmm. not only them, but you in ministering to them in the healing rooms. I mean, we have to deal with them with not only, you know, the, the Word of God, which encourages them to, you know, take steps to get through forgiveness and reconciliation, but we also have to do it with a spirit of compassion and a spirit of love. That's how Paul settled this whole thing. He said, go to that guy, wrap your arms around him and love him. <laughs> I think when people think Matthew 18 is like to confront or to bury mm-hmm. or to catch someone, and but it's really for reconciliation That's and restitution. Right. That's what uh, um, conflict resolution is. It's mm-hmm. not to destroy someone. That's right. It's actually bring them into re- restitution. So what is unforgiveness, Don? Well, unforgiveness is a whole host of things that I, I've actually written down. It's really very much has to do with with the emotions that are inside of us. You know, like anger, um, resentment, resentment, bitterness, hatred, hostility, fear, all because somebody said something to you wrong or did something to you physically or, you know, um, didn't meet your expectations or your needs. Um, and, and the next thing you know, you're, you're offended and you need to forgive them and you just don't know how to do it. And so you just walk away from it. And, and we simply sometimes accept you know, the reality, well, you know, okay, I can live with the pain and, you know, I can go on. I don't need to forgive or I don't need to ask for forgiveness. You know, I'm capable of doing that. I think we learn to survive. Yeah. We learn to cover thing. up. Mm-hmm. We learn until something triggers that emotion by what something said, even a smell, a situation takes you back to a circumstance or something and it triggers those emotions and then that brings that up and then we react. That's what we do and we should not be able to do that. We should not do it. You know, and you know, unfortunately, uh, unforgiveness is like a cancer. It will eat at us and eat at us and eat at us and literally cause physical sickness. I've seen it over and mm. over and over mm. again. 
And I sometimes think with all the hospital calls they make, and they make a bunch of them, that, they're, that, that a good number of people are in the hospital because of psychosomatic illnesses that they cause themselves by not forgiving. Well, and actually in the scriptures, it, it says pray for yourself yep. first um, for physical things. And then it says call for the elders. That's right. And they have the anointing of oil. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that are in the uh, process of having the anointing of oil through prayer is if there are something that needs to be reconciled. That's something right. that needs to be forgiven, something that needs to be healed mm-hmm. um, as that person has the anointing of oil. It's yeah. a very... Um, precious time, but a very important time and critical time yes. when someone is ill. That's right. And sometimes it it is because of unforgiveness. Yeah, quite often. In fact, um, statistically, and I can't I certainly can't prove this to be true. Statistically, um, people who have experienced with um, arthritis, it has been kind of a known fact that one of the causes is unforgiveness. Actually, I think they've traced some of the autoimmune diseases mm-hmm, back right. to trauma. Trauma. Uh, and trauma comes in different forms for different people, and those can cause autoimmune disease. So it's really worth working through those. And, That's I, right. you know, one of the great places would be the healing rooms. Yeah. We help you work through it, and, and we help you understand. See, the other thing we can't do sometimes, we, we have trouble forgiving ourselves. Oh, that's a whole nother hour. That's a whole. <laughs> <laughs> or you know what the other one is? Uh, you cannot forgive yourself. Or how do you handle forgiving someone when you've been falsely accused? Oh, that's yes. the that's the third hour yeah. <laughs> actually that we need to talk through. I have taught on both of those, and they're difficult. They're hard. Yes. And yet, that's part of the process of God making us walk by that faith and maturing us yeah. in truth. If you call yourself a Christian, you need to walk like one. And, and forgiveness is exactly what Jesus did. Um, he hung on that cross for our forgiveness. Uh, you know, I've thought about that a lot. How on earth oh. did that man, he was fully human, mm-hmm. fully God, mm-hmm. walk <laughs> to the cross and went through that torture, that pain yes, that's right. for my sins? Yes. And he loves us that much that mm-hmm. he died on the cross for our sins. Yep. Past, present, and, and future. future, yes, yes. We, we can walk in freedom if we choose to, but we need to oh. choose that. Oh, you got to say that again. <laughs> <laughs> we can walk in freedom if we choose to. But we have to choose to do it. Absolutely. It's time for us to step aside and take a break. And we have a lot more to say about unforgiveness. And uh, we're going to be just right back. At Legal Shield, they know that life can be complicated. So if you and your family need a will or simply need help with a traffic ticket, if you're a gun owner or a small business owner and need some legal advice, or if you do a ride share or delivery business and have legal questions, they can help with all of the above. Plus, if you're concerned about your family's identity, protect it with ID Shield, the number one identity theft product in the US and Canada. Legal Shield is a service that every family in the US and Canada needs and can afford. With Legal Shield, you can have access to a law firm right in the palm of your hand. So call Al Anderson at 716-628-0011 or visit his website at alfredandersonjr.wearelegalshield.com to get a Legal Shield plan today. 
For years, you've been suffering with health problems. You've seen one doctor after another, but your symptoms haven't gone away. It's time to seek a natural solution. When the right combination of natural health therapies and whole food supplements join forces, you have Synergy. Hi, I'm Jimmy, founder and owner of Synergy Nutrition and Wellness here in Western New York. At Synergy, we teach our patients how to thrive holistically because God designed the body to heal and function on its own. Your body's ability to heal is greater than anyone has permitted you to believe. We have successfully helped patients battling health issues like acid reflux, chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, autism, autoimmune disease, infertility, and much, much more. You can take control of your health without relying on medications or surgeries. Get rid of the pain, depression, exhaustion, and so much more and start living the life you were meant to live. And it starts with a simple phone call. To make an appointment with a Synergy team member, please call us at 716-264-4248. You can also check us out online at 716synergy.com. Imagine your heart stops beating for 23 minutes and your loved ones are told you would either be brain dead or dead by the morning. I don't have to imagine that because it happened to me, but because of the power of prayer, I'm alive today. Hi, I'm Dominic Seccaroli. I received a miracle that day, and as a result of my storm, total breakthrough was birthed. My team and I have ministered to hundreds of thousands of people across the U.S. and Canada and have received tens of thousands of prayer requests. When you submit your prayer request, our team of partners not only will pray for you, but will also follow up with you by phone or email. God is still in the miracle working business, and I'm living proof of that. If you have a prayer request, I invite you to send it today by going to our website, totalbreakthrough.org, and click on the prayer link at the top of the page. That's totalbreakthrough.org. Thank you, and God bless. You don't have to wait until the nice weather rolls around to get your roof fixed. LJ Construction is among a select number of companies that offers year-round roofing. Mention you heard this ad on WDCX and ask about the special discount going on now for up to $750 off a roof replacement or $50 off a roof repair. Check them out online at ljconstructionwny.com. For your free estimate, call 989-9494. LJ Construction, the honest contractor. It's easy to listen to Linda's past broadcasts. Find them at todayslivinghope.org. Hey, welcome back. This is Today's Living Hope with your host, Linda Penn. And you can always catch us on todayslivinghope.org. Go on there and subscribe. Subscribe uh, means that you will get an email just once a week telling us what the upcoming program is or something that we want to highlight for you to be involved. You know, having hope for today is facing that reality of today wrapped up and looking through the lens of the holy scriptures in order for us to have hope for today and for tomorrow and we're not living in the past so today my guest is don chamont he's from the healing rooms and we're talking about a pretty tough topic yes we are it's a process in learning to forgive so mm-hmm. say that statement again before we took the break oh you can choose to have freedom but you gotta choose to have it and I think that is where most of us fall. Um, we don't know how to choose. We don't want to choose. Uh, oftentimes we feel justified in walking in unforgiveness. And it's definitely a work of the Spirit. Oh, We absolutely. can't make ourselves. No. We know we need to. He takes us through that process. I know you and I both have personal examples mm-hmm. of God, God guiding us through that mm-hmm. um, for that because 
It is a matter of the heart. Always a matter of the heart. It's never a matter of, you know, doing it um, kind of out of duty uh, because you'll never get there by duty. It has to be the heart. And the moment you do it by duty, you're doing it as a person, not as the Holy Spirit touching your heart and you're willing to walk in compassion and love. You will not get that compassion and love until you walk Mm -hmm. in the obedience of the forgiveness. um, had a gal who knew she needed to do that, and the guy was never home. It had been 25 years. Got to <laughs> work there, and she finally um, saw his car, stopped, and um, she knew she needed to do it. She said she was waiting to feel like it, which I said never happened. Never happened. She finally knocked on the door. She asked for forgiveness, and they started ta- and talking, and he said, oh, I forgave you years ago. <laughs> it's been 25 years. So they started this conversation, and how are you and your family? And this was within you know, a family yes, relationship right, yeah. and things mm-hmm. like that. And she says, I was overwhelmed by compassion mm. for him. Mm-hmm. That only happens when you have a heart that's open. That's the only time that happens. Mm. Once your heart closes up. You know, these, these emotions that we get, the anger and the bitterness and the rejection, all that, all the garbage that we hang on to, you know, you keep ruminating on that. And oh, it ru- grows. Oh, it grows, and it grows into something that doesn't even exist. And it becomes distorted yep. thinking. Yep. Um, refusing, we have to refuse to live in the past and, 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 and ask God to help us in the process. But it, you're right. Yeah. It's a conscious conscious choice to release others from their sins against you so that you can be set free. It's not saying what they did was right. No, 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 no. But it's not bothering them as much as it's bothering you. Matter of fact, it's eating you up. Exactly. I had uh, years ago, I had a very, very close personal friend. He said, hey, hey, come on, let's go out and have a cup of coffee. And I thought, oh, this is nice. Let's do that. So we we went and had a cup of coffee and we're sitting there and he says, well, it wasn't just having a cup of coffee. He said, I, I have something against you. I said, you do? What is this thing you got? I, I'm not aware of it I, if I did something. And he says, well, you did this, that, the other thing. You know, I don't want to go into detail. But, you know, he confronted me because he was boiling inside over me. And we sat there and had that cup of coffee and we talked about it. That guy is still my friend, 25 Mm. years later. But I was willing in my heart to listen. Mm. And he was willing to share his deepest thoughts. And then the two of us agreed to forgive each other. And then we had a great cup of coffee on top of it. And so you got to watch those emotions because you you don't want yesterday's pages to be tomorrow's pages. Say that one again. That's a good one. You don't want yesterday's pages of your life to be tomorrow's pages of your life. It's so important to um, be prompted in the process to ask for forgiveness. And in that, to just say, you can't just say, I'm sorry, I made a mistake, or if I hurt your feelings. Well, all of that is, yes, you did hurt their feelings. Uh, Yes, you did make a mistake. And to say, please forgive me. And here's the actions that I did, mm-hmm. another reconciliation story of a family 
um, because they were willing to say the truth. Please forgive me because I talked behind your back. I abused the situation. Mm -hmm. I took advantage of the family. I gossiped and I hurt our family. So I'm asking forgiveness of you and all the family members. Would you please forgive me? That person then has to make a decision Mm -hmm. to receive that forgiveness. The person who stated it has to say it in a way that it is a repentive form of forgiveness, not because I got caught or that it was remorse. And then actual forgiveness on both sides can actually happen. It can happen. You know, the, the... some of the sad features of that is that when we walk in unforgiveness, our heart becomes very cold. Mm-hmm. And when your heart becomes cold, it's hard to do anything. Um, even Revelations talks about that. You, you know, your heart is getting cold. Many scriptures in Matthew and Mark talk about the fact that in the, in the last days, people's hearts will become cold. Mm-hmm. Or even hardened. Hardened and cold. It's happening all around us today. There's so much anger and bitterness and hatred and nobody wants to let go and you know actually it hasn't even brought unity um to come together and talk about it and ask for forgiveness what it has done is divided more and in in our political realm and made things very divisive Mm -hmm. and using terminology when we should be working on unity and forgiveness with each other and it's been it's very detrimental it's very detrimental and you know then then we get to the finger pointing you know he or she did this he or she did that i don't like what's going on here i don't like what's going on there and then you 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 walk around with a heart full of um, bitterness and and rejection and unforgiveness and so you you know what has to happen is that cold heart has got to be melted it can mm. only be melted by the power of the Spirit and in the name of Jesus. And and when the cold heart gets melted, it then becomes something that is full of compassion, something that um, is a caring heart. But, you know, <laughs> it needs to be a heart transformation. That's how you get the forgiveness, is with a heart transformation. Uh, sometimes, you know, I've had things done to me that are like, oh, my gosh, I wish... I can't believe that happened to me by somebody, and yet, you know, if my heart becomes cold towards that, it'll stop me in my tracks. The The calling that God has on our lives depends on us walking in a heart that's open to what the Holy Spirit wants to move us in, and that's always forgiveness, because that's what Jesus came for. And isn't it interesting, as we're going along our way and we're living all of a sudden, other people irritate us. Uh-huh, yeah. And then uh, we want to snap back. And um, all of a sudden, it's like, ah, I don't think I have to go to church today. Oh, and then it's, yeah. oh, well, you know, I skipped my devotions. But you know what? I'm really mad at what happened. And God obviously wasn't there. And, and all of a sudden, my prayer life dwindles. Or yeah. I don't see God answering my prayers. So this causes so many things and C.S. Lewis was correct. Everyone says forgiveness is a lovely idea <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> until they have have something or someone to forgive. And yeah. then it becomes very difficult. Yes. I've heard the saying, seven days without prayer makes one week. 
And it's not W-E-E-K. <laughs> no, it's not. No. It's W-E-A-K. It's W-E-A-K. It's, it's for sure, okay. And um, if you're listening, to, you know, you're hearing us talk, you're relating right away. Yeah. You know, if anytime you have people in motion, there's a rub. Right. And anytime, right. you know, with everything that's going on in our household and everything, there's people to forgive on a regular basis and in life at work. And yet he gives us a mandate um, to forgive that's and know right. that. So even just to just pray and say, Lord, help me begin the process. Yeah. Uh, you can't live in this life without being hurt. It, there's just it's impossible. Um, we are human beings, and we have emotions, and they are very sensitive, sometimes too sensitive. And there's no way we get through life without being hurt. And, and, and why would you want to continue walking in, in that? You know, you put yourself into a prison when you do that, and the only key to get out is forgiveness. And so we, we kind of neglect using that key that's in our back pocket, and we don't want to use that key to let ourselves out. Absolutely. It really is a joyless life, you know, in sleepless nights, frustration, Mm -hmm. uh, anger and bitterness. Um, And so we become very stubborn. And then we don't even realize until that Holy Spirit or we're willing to say, start the process, Lord, in obedience. And that that woman, that story I told, Mm -hmm. she knew she had to go for obedience. And she was waiting to feel like it. And once she acknowledged that, and we knew f- feelings because it was an obedience, and God wanted to restore the relationship right. to have the correct feelings. Mm-hmm. And actually, they're having, attending the family reunions now yeah. together. Uh, you know, I, I think there's not a person out there, um, if, you're, if you're harboring unforgiveness, that you don't already know that there needs to be forgiveness. I think instinctively, if you're a Christian, by the power of the Spirit, you already know that you have to start walking in some direction that, mm. will, that will give forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And and you're right. It's the stubbornness of our heart. Okay. You know, they did that. You know, they owe me. You know, I'm, I'm not moving forward because they need to come to me. And, and we back ourselves into a corner and we'll start fighting. And, and we wind up staying in that stupid corner, and all the while there are people all around us going to hell, and all we're worried about is the fact that you irritate the daylights out of me, and I'm stinking mad about it, and I'm not going to forgive you. Yes, and that's called big fat pride. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's another emotion that we... <laughs> so, if, you know, if, if someone out there is, uh, you know, you're listening and you know someone needs to forget someone else, Pray for them. Yes. Pray for the Holy Spirit to reveal and make it real to them. Uh, maybe even if there was an opportunity to talk about it, because it certainly isn't. Forgiveness is for you between you and God in the situation, mm-hmm. and that really frees up God to handle the situation for yes, the person does. that you need to forgive God. And um, oh my gosh, <laughs> forgiveness! It's so important. One yeah. la- lady went back and asked for forgiveness of her husband because because she needed to forgive him for beating her and they finally got a divorce it was very abusive yeah. she's growing in the lord she really wanted to be used of god she came back to me and she said i've got to go back to him and i said really she says i've got to ask his forgiveness and mm-hmm. i said for what she said because i pushed his buttons until he did <laughs> beat me yes you know what i 
that yeah. was the work of the Holy Spirit. That's and right. I'm so glad she walked in obedience of mm-hmm. that. Uh, obedience, like, it's like Jesus didn't want to go to the cross. You know, the, 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 the night before he said, Father, is any way other than this, you know. But he walked in obedience for forgiveness for each one of us. Imagine your heart stops beating for 23 minutes and your loved ones are told you would either be brain dead or dead by the morning. I don't have to imagine that because it happened to me, but because of the power of prayer, I'm alive today. Hi, I'm Dominic Seccaroli, and as a result of my storm, total breakthrough was birth. If you have a prayer request, send it today by going to our website, totalbreakthrough.org, and click on the prayer link at the top of the page. Thank you, and God bless. At Legal Shield, they know that life can be complicated. So if you and your family need a will or simply need help with a traffic ticket, if you're a gun owner or a small business owner and need some legal advice, or if you do a ride share or delivery business and have legal questions, they can help with all of the above. Plus, if you're concerned about your family's identity, protect it with ID Shield, the number one identity theft product in the US and Canada. Legal Shield is a service that every family in the US and Canada needs and can afford. With Legal Shield, you can have access to a law firm right in the palm of your hand. So call Al Anderson at 716-628-0011 or visit his website at alfredandersonjr.wearelegalshield.com to get a Legal Shield plan today. Are you looking for a natural way to deal with your pain? The Buffalo Holistic Center is dedicated to the practice and study of evidence-based holistic therapies. Infrared sauna sessions help release the body of toxins, including heavy metals such as mercury and lead. There are a range of massage therapies, including orthopedic and Thai. They also offer colon hydrotherapy. To schedule your appointment, call 716-877-7077 or visit buffaloholisticcenter.com for more information. Ever wonder why it's called Today's Living Hope? Well, look no further than the living hope we have in Jesus. Hey, we're back. You need to check out todayslivinghope.org for all the other radio programs that we do and catch one on the podcast. We do deal with upcoming things that are happening in uh, our world. We deal with them, how to put them in the context of scripture. Uh, You know the program is different every week, so... um, I kind of do that on purpose. It's not the same. <laughs> so we have some uh, other things happening the rest of this week or the, this month that's going to be really exciting for you to hear because it helps us live out each day. Hey, we're talking about forgiveness with Don Chamont of the Healing Rooms. And uh, when we left, is you know, as you pray, if you don't have the feelings you don't know and the Holy Spirit's just kind of prompting to say, I really need to do something about this. Just pray for God to take you and start the process That's and right. see what happens. And, Don, you yeah. have some good scriptures for us. Yeah, this is one of my favorite. I would like to hear this one, Psalm 103, verse 2. It says, um, he takes our sins, and he literally, um, he separates them as far as the east is from the west, and he remembers them no more. Now, I like that because, you know, I'm walking in unforgiveness, and it's a sin, And this scripture tells me that, oh, he separates me from sin, and I don't have to be too concerned about it, which I think is really a pretty weak excuse um, because I think he holds us accountable to walk in repentance and forgiveness. So I look at this. It's it's a great verse because it, it tells me 
how much God loves me that he is willing and he has been willing to send Jesus to do that and I am a forgiven person. And when I do sin, I need to ask forgiveness again and knowing that he will because he's going to separate my sins as far as the east is from the west. You know, and so when you tell somebody something like that, you know, they, they kind of abuse the verse a little bit. And then he hit him with Matthew mm. six fifteen and says, if you don't forgive men, I'm not going to forgive you. Uh, that's a tough one to wrap your head around. Well, and what's interesting about that, when we don't forgive someone else or even be willing to start the process, be reminded of it and ask for God's help in that, we're setting ourselves up to be bigger than God. Oh, yes, absolutely. Look out for that. Look out for that one. That's a, that's a tough verse to wrap your head around to begin with. Because everybody, oh, you don't have to worry about this because, you know, Jesus loves us. He hung on the cross. He died for us, you know. And so I, I don't need to go through this process and the heck with them people. And, you know, but that's not what it says. If you're not going to, and he doesn't, you know, he doesn't say, Listen, if you don't forgive your brother or sister, which is Christians, he says, if you don't forgive men, that's a, that is a totality of people around us. You know, we're not required just to forgive Christians. We're required to forgive everyone. And some people don't understand how you do that. Well, it's interesting because they are just as much of a sinner as we are. That's right. And for us not to acknowledge that even in our own lives and know that for somebody in their life, we're simply diminishing uh, d- their sin. Uh, it it it's not it's not right. We admit that they are sinners just like we are Amen. sinners. That's right. Um, and that we surrender our right to get even mm-hmm. vengeance is mine i will repay says the lord mm-hmm. romans right. twelve nineteen. now there's times we've had to keep that in perspective because as we can tell life is going on people are getting offended people are you know we've had some pretty tragic things here happening oh, yes, here recently yes. with the compass care and with what happened at the tops grocery store and oh my gosh how do we walk through forgiveness of that as god forgives others you know sometimes i watch the news sometimes i don't but Mm. the one thing that bothers me when i when i watch it is people saying i will never forgive that person there is absolutely no way that person i hope he rots in hell and and people are walking which now i know they're desperately hurt and my heart hurts for them as well you know, but to completely ignore what the word says, if you don't forgive, I'm not forgiving you. They're putting themselves in a pretty bad place, and they don't even realize it. Um, and and we keep, you know, this whole thing with with all these shootings and everything. We keep repeating this over and over and over and over again. And what we're doing is getting people into a situations of, I ain't gonna forgive them people. You know, we're gonna do things that them people ain't gonna get a hold of me. And and so we wrap our heads around this in a wrong way, and we decide to walk in unforgiveness. These people that cause these shootings or trucks running through a crowd or something, you know, no, there's no forgiveness for them. You know, it was interesting when I was doing youth conferences and for many many years in large youth conference across the United States, and and uh, I did their PR, radio, TV, and some things like that, and uh, went to the news 
paper guy and was interviewing him and wanted him to cover some of our events and things that we're going to have there and uh, for the week and it would be on the air and we have 3,000 teens coming in and he introduced himself he's very nice and he says but I, I, I just want you to know I want to tell you my story and so he told me his story of what he lived in it this is his hometown yep. he lived in mm -hmm. it and um, his uh, behavior was really really bad yeah and it was sexual in nature and he was in prison for a number of years he came to know the lord mm -hmm. um while he was in prison and he was then um allowed to be out he went back to his hometown and um, asked for forgiveness of everyone wow the family church huh. school all of it and he said i just want you to know that and i said how many years has it been he told me and he said now is it still okay if i cover your teens for the week mm. wow. you talk about asking forgiveness going right back to his own hometown being forgiven mm -hmm. by his hometown mm -hmm. and the people in it and i said absolutely See, that's a Holy Spirit move. Oh, my gosh. You know, that's a breakthrough heart movement. Oh, that's a broken heart yeah, and a forgiving mm -hmm. city. Mm -hmm. That's rare. Uh, it's very rare. And, you know, but it's something that, that we need. I, I, don't, I just want to share something strange, maybe. Um, I, I, I'm privileged to do a lot of funerals. <laughs> no, people don't think it's a privilege to do a funeral, but... I, I kind of think it is a, you know, kind of like it's in the back of my mind. I got a captive audience, number one, and number two, I have a platform, you know, mm. to share, you know, Jesus Christ. But what I really watch is I watch the people. Now, again, I get to share these funerals of people I don't even know. Um, and only because I'm associated with, you know, some funeral homes and sometimes in the clergy. And I watch I watch people, and I watch them go up to their now deceased loved one, and, and I see the tears start, and it's not because they're going to miss them. It's because they say things like, I wish I would have. I wish I could have. Oh, I I'm wish I should oh, have. I wish I should have. I'm sorry I didn't. You know, we don't have contracts on how long we're going to be here, and our times are limited whether we realize it or not. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. Um, I, I see that, and what it does then is give me an opportunity to, during the funeral when I'm speaking to allow them, at least in their heart, forgive that person or receive forgiveness for themselves. And I think it's really an important thing. It's so important to be set free these yes, days. It's it really important to live a life that is peaceful, restful, not tormented, <clears throat> That's what it means to rest in the person of Jesus Christ. That's right. To know that you've forgiven of your sins, past, present, and future. Mm -hmm. Knowing if he forgave you of those and you have eternal life, mm -hmm. how could you not do two things? How could you not do that? How could you not forgive yourself? Yep. And how could you not forgive others? Yep. Because either one, putting yourself in there and not forgiving is saying you are God where is the humility? Yeah. Where is the brokenness? That's right. Um, in that, for people to understand what he's trying to do in our lives, and the reason is total forgiveness. And that's why it's really interesting. My whole program for this um, Saturday 
hat is intertwined around knowledge topics but it involves prayer yeah sure does that's the healing rooms that's the healing rooms we're there to pray if you're struggling out there and you don't know where to go and you need help Mm -hmm. then go to a healing room Mm -hmm. to get that and understand that be supported by it yeah exactly we're there for support to stand in the gap and to see you healed and delivered do I, have, do I have time for a little personal testimony? I think we do, and then we take need to take one more break. Go All ahead, right. please. Um, I was asked to start the healing room, which I thought was totally stupid. That was the most ridiculous thing. Ever. That was in your opening testimony several <laughs> yeah, months yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You fought that. I fought it, and it, what it took was for me to go to somebody and seek forgiveness. And although I never got it, I forgave them, and then... Lord said, now you open the healing rooms. And so it took some obedience on my part, kicking and screaming all the way, probably, and yet, you know, I did what I was called to do. Sometimes the results don't go the way I can see them in my mind. Okay? But at that point in time, it then causes me to keep praying, keep asking for open doors, and, and to reach those that we I can reconcile with. But you took one step at a time That's to the it. command to do it, and then mm-hmm. he reveals and further heals. That's right. He healed me immensely. And so I was able to do that, and, and because of that, you know, 17 years later, I'm still involved in praying for people, seeing signs and wonders, deliverance for, you know, forgiveness, you name it. It's all there. Mm. Amen. Amen. When do I know I have forgiven? When I'm willing to not talk about it again to <laughs> anyone. When am I? When do I know I have forgiven? When I can pray for the person and ask God to bless them. That's right. When will I know I have forgiven? <laughs> when I can wish them happiness and success yeah pray for them for god's blessing and i'll guarantee you god will give them what they need and how to release you how to release them how to be forgiven and how he moves people on for his glory hey we're going to take a break when we come back we're going to give you the locations of the healing rooms and we're going to talk about specifically how you can walk through the steps of forgiveness So don't go away. Today is Living Hope with your host, Linda Penn. Are you looking for a natural way to deal with your pain? The Buffalo Holistic Center is dedicated to the practice and study of evidence-based holistic therapies. They find the root of the pain and malfunction and align them naturally with care, patience, and practice with customized healing through a variety of therapies. Infrared sauna sessions help release the body of toxins, including heavy metals such as mercury and lead. There are a range of massage therapies, including orthopedic and Thai, that help joint mobilization to help in the reduction of pain and disability for patients with chronic low back pain. They also offer colon hydrotherapy that can help improve your body's overall health and wellness and is also an excellent source of hydration. To schedule your appointment, call 716-877-7077 or visit buffaloholisticcenter.com for more information. They're located at 39 Delaware Road in the village of Kenmore. 
Every year it happens. That windstorm blows through western New York and then in your yard and sometimes the neighbor's yard are shingles from your roof. Or what about the leak you can't trace? But suspect it has something to do with the roof. Maybe you've been in your house for decades and it's just time to have the roof replaced. Whether it's repairs or a brand new roof, call LJ Construction today. You don't have to wait until the nice weather rolls around to get your roof fixed. LJ Construction is among a select number of companies that offers year-round roofing, and they have an a rating with the Better Business Bureau. Mention you heard this ad on WDCX and ask about the special discount going on now for up to $750 off a roof replacement or $50 off a roof repair. Discounts are also available for veterans and seniors. Stop by their showroom in Lancaster at 3439 Walden Avenue or check them out online at ljconstructionwny.com. For your free estimate, call 989-9494. LJ Construction, the honest contractor. Did you know that God designed the body to heal and function on its own? Hi, I'm Jimmy, founder and owner of Synergy Nutrition and Wellness here in Western New York. We teach our patients how to thrive holistically with natural therapies and whole food supplements. If you've been suffering with health problems, it's time for a natural approach. You have the power to take control of your health. To schedule an appointment with a Synergy team member, please call us at 716-264-4248. You can also check us out online at 716synergy.com. At Legal Shield, they know that life can be complicated. So if you and your family need a will or simply need help with a traffic ticket, if you're a gun owner or a small business owner and need some legal advice, or if you do a ride share or delivery business and have legal questions, they can help with all of the above. Plus, if you're concerned about your family's identity, protect it with ID Shield, the number one identity theft product in the US and Canada. Legal Shield is a service that every family in the US and Canada needs and can afford. With Legal Shield, you can have access to a law firm right in the palm of your hand. So call Al Anderson at 716-628-0011 or visit his website at alfredandersonjr.wearelegalshield.com to get a Legal Shield plan today. Finding hope today so that we can face the world tomorrow. This is today's Living Hope. Hey, we are back. Today's Living Hope with your host, Linda Penn, and I'm talking to Don Shamat of Healing Rooms. And yes, you can catch this on podcasts this week or even go to todayslivinghope.org and pick it up again Monday or Tuesday to listen this or to this program again or refer to someone else. Healing Rooms, uh, there are several here in the Buffalo area, and it's known as Healing Rooms of Buffalo Niagara.org. Healing Rooms Buffalo Niagara.org. There's one at the Knox um, United Presbyterian Church on Elmwood Avenue, and you'd have to go to the website to see the times. There's also one in Greater Niagara Falls, the Church of God uh, on Lockport Road in Sanborn, New York, and New Life Fellowship Church on French Road in Depew. Different times, some during the day, some evening, but all are open for you to stop by. As for me, far be it from me that I should sin against the Lord by f- failing to pray for you. And that's First Samuel twelve twenty three. That's exactly what they do. They welcome everyone. And you have s- seen people walk through forgiveness and be healed, right? In, in lots of areas. Oh, in many areas. And especially, oftentimes they get healed themselves. Okay. Yes. Uh, uh, physically healed. Because they, mm, they have, amen. they have, re- I've, I've seen, I've seen a person do this, you know, they know, you know, a kind of word came said, 
I think you're dealing with unforgiveness. And he said, no, I'm not. Well, I'm, I, yeah, I kind of sense that, you know, and I, I just like, and their hands were so um, twisted from arthritis. It was unbelievable. And um said, I, you know, I, I don't know about you, but I think you need to forgive. She said, well, I can't. I said, why not? Well, because it was my husband. He's already dead. I said, you can unfor- you can forgive the dead. And, and she said, well, I don't want to. I said, well, why don't you try it? And so she said, all right, I'm going to forgive my husband. We took her through a little bit of a prayer, and her hands opened up, and the arthritis left her right in front of us. You know, there are ways of having teaching healing journey and stuff. Mm-hmm. Just acknowledge right away, I know I need to start the process of That's forgiveness. Right. Ask God. First, mm-hmm. he should be in your heart personally. Yep. And say, Lord, I'm willing for you to help me begin that process of acknowledging and asking for forgiveness. I need to confess it as a sin. That's right. I need to ask God to remove it Mm -hmm. from me. And then I need to begin to pray for that person. Um, Talking to people who have had a person have died, you write a letter and write it all out. We've actually taken it to the grave and buried it. We've actually... Mm -hmm gone to someone there's ways to do it that you are set free mm-hmm. and people are saying i don't know why i haven't done this for <laughs> years yeah but i i can't carry this any longer the freedom is unbelievable and, and you wonder why you didn't you didn't do it sooner you, you just why didn't i do this well some people are saying you know why didn't i do this sooner no if the holy spirit is working in you and you have asked him to start the process mm-hmm. he will not only start it he will meet you where you are, and he will take you through the process unto completion of confession of sin and mm-hmm. asking God to remove that from your life and be in that process mm-hmm. until you don't have to talk about it anymore. You don't remember it anymore. And actually, forgiveness is setting you free. So Joel 2.25, he has restored what the locusts have oh, eaten yes, I love in, that. in that forgiveness Mm. we just have a few minutes before we end and i want people to acknowledge the healing rooms look on the website healing rooms of buffalo niagara.org 716-884-0048 and we just have a few minutes don would you pray for us those people out there that know by the holy spirit that they were spoken to through this message or this program amen so I, I'm just I'm going I'm just going to think I'm sensing in my heart there are people out here right now that have heard us talking about forgiveness, would like to do it, and you know it's just like they're they're really struggling to do it. So I pray right now that the Holy Spirit touches your heart at the sound of our voice. Um, we're just going to release the power of the Spirit into your life, so that you suddenly your heart begins to melt, and suddenly you know the the reality of jesus christ his compassion his love and said i went to the cross just for you to forgive you and i really want you to forgive others and i I pray that the resistance stops you've been fighting it way 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 too long and he wants to do so much through you and for you and and anyway it's going to happen if if you're willing to give him your heart and accept the idea that you need to be forgiven forgive yourself and forgive those who have hurt you. 
in Jesus' name. Mm, powerful, Amen. powerful prayer. Thank you so much, Don. And it's not actually waiting till you get the feeling of it. It's just making the choice, praying right. the prayer, and let the Holy Spirit do the rest. Because that's where the power came from when Jesus died on the cross for mm-hmm. our sins. I did a message one time. I called, Do You Have What It Takes? So, mm. what, so what do you have? You have the Holy Spirit. That's what it takes. Amen. He's a powerful, powerful, and we're not even using him at full strength. Oh, (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) We say the Holy Spirit. We know you're here, so you sit in the back row, and if we need you, we'll call you. That's kind of where we are sometimes with the Holy Spirit. Yeah, yeah. And and he's saying, look, I'm part of your life. Just like the examples we gave today, Mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit is moving in people's lives, the church. All we have to do is let him acknowledge it and be willing to be set free. Imagine your heart stops beating for 23 minutes and your loved ones are told you would either be brain dead or dead by the morning. I don't have to imagine that because it happened to me, but because of the power of prayer, I'm alive today. Hi, I'm Dominic Seccaroli. I received a miracle that day, and as a result of my storm, total breakthrough was birthed. My team and I have ministered to hundreds of thousands of people across the U.S. and Canada and have received tens of thousands of prayer requests. When you submit your prayer request, our team of partners not only will pray for you, but will also follow up with you by phone or email. God is still in the miracle working business, and I'm living proof of that. If you have a prayer request, I invite you to send it today by going to our website, totalbreakthrough.org, and click on the prayer link at the top of the page. That's totalbreakthrough.org. Thank you, and God bless. Do you need a will? Or do you need some advice about a property issue, accident, personal injury, marital issue, real estate matter, or business situation, but you only have modest resources? Well, everyone deserves legal protection. And the good news is that Legal Shield has solutions to your legal issues without it causing stressful or complicated outcomes. So call Al Anderson at 716-628-0011 or visit his website, alfredandersonjr.wearelegalshield.com to get a Legal Shield plan today. Are you looking for a natural way to deal with your pain? The Buffalo Holistic Center is dedicated to the practice and study of evidence-based holistic therapies. They find the root of the pain and malfunction and align them naturally with care, patience, and practice with customized healing through a variety of therapies. Infrared sauna sessions help release the body of toxins, including heavy metals such as mercury and lead. There are a range of massage therapies, including orthopedic and Thai, that help joint mobilization to help in the reduction of pain and disability for patients with chronic low back pain. They also offer colon hydrotherapy that can help improve your body's overall health and wellness and is also an excellent source of hydration. To schedule your appointment, call 716-877-7077 or visit buffaloholisticcenter.com for more information. They're located at 39 Delaware Road in the village of Kenmore. Finding hope today so that we can face the world tomorrow. This is today's Living Hope. Welcome back to today's Living Hope. Hey, Rob, nice to have you on again of Absolute Truth and Prophecy Ministry. You always have such good things that you have worked on, researched, and uh, have another one this week. Let's go. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. What what I want to talk about today is going to be a different sort of program. It's it's kind of a a big picture program that's going to give, 
I, I titled it The Meaning of the Message. I think I preached on this uh, a while back. And, and it's really about this ministry's assignment and about what I believe God is saying to all believers in, in, these, in this run-up to the last days. But uh, I'm It do certainly my... is your calling, and you're, re- <laughs> you're really dedicated to it, and we're, we're thankful for it. Thank you. Well, thank you. But I'm going to start by doing just a quick commercial here about my podcast, History of the Future. History of the Future. It's, it's available now on heroesnation.tv. You can download that, or you can get it on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. And again, the name of the program is historyofthefuture.com. Also, if you want the newsletter, please go to atpministry.com, atpministry.com. And we are listener-supported, so that's if, if you uh, like what you hear and decide to help us out, that's where you go to right now. We might be doing some rebranding soon. Well, there is an overriding reality that, as believers, uh, we, we've got to kind of understand. I think Jesus set the tone for this in Matthew 24, verses 32 and 33. He said, Now learn this parable from the fig tree. When its branch has already become tender and puts forth leaves, you know that summer is near. So you also, when you see all these things, know that it is near at the doors. This is Jesus after he had described everything that would be going on. The, the disciples asked for, hey, what's going to be going on when, when you come? He's, he's given them, you know, wars and rumors of wars and pestilence and earthquakes, and he's talking about all this stuff, and he says, when you see this stuff, then you'll know that summer is near. At the same time, we're seeing this stuff. We're, we're seeing all this stuff going on, but at the same time, uh, in Second Peter 3, we, we read this, knowing this first, that scoffers will come in the last days, walking according to their own lusts and saying, where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of creation. You know, Linda, there are scoffers in the church. We've, we've tried to talk to some pastors who will not hear this, who will, who will just close their, uh, close their mind to the idea that we might be living in the last days. Like, that is outside the realm of possibility, which tells me, well, then why is it in the Bible if it's outside the realm of possibility? Why are we not looking at the full counsel of God, Genesis, through <laughs> Revelation? Yeah, I mean, yes. you, you need to look at that. Mm-hmm. And the way I see it is this ministry has two tasks. One is to sound the alarm for where we are on God's timeline. I've been doing that for 16, 17 years, whatever it's been. And the second is to call the unbeliever into a relationship with God, and, and, and they're twin. You know, I mean, yes, calling the unbeliever is very important. You know, sometimes the unbelievers are, are more open to the end times message than, than the believer. Well, I think I would call you the watchman on the wall, Rob. Well, thank you. I, I, that is kind of the title we took when I had a, a bigger radio presence elsewhere before, well, <laughs> before I, I got closed down for telling the truth. <laughs> for telling the truth, but now you have podcasts, and I'm telling you, he's going to use that and spread that all over the place. Right. Thank you. Thank you so much. My opportunity to say heroesnation.tv, history of the future. Okay. So now Jesus himself asked this. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he really find faith on the earth? And I'm going to put this another way. Does what we believe about God affect the way we live? Oh, are the, you kidding? Absolutely. People are struggling with that every day. Yeah, and, and, and it's, it's a real question. Does it affect the way you live? Or does what we know about the times that we're living in 
affect the way we live? Or are we struggling with something I would call normalcy bias, where you see a situation and you can't believe that things have changed so much, so you continue to see the situation through, through the filter of what you have always known to be true. Well, the lens of how you've been raised or the, also the lens of whether you have a re, uh, religion or a personal relationship, and then the knowledge of the identity in the Word of God is what gives us the hope and the foundation. And if any of those pieces are missing, it's very difficult for a person. You know, and norm, normalcy bias can be pretty strong. There were people in the Twin Towers who knew about the planes and yet refused to leave and just went back to work for a while. I mean, it, that's, you know, because, well, things are going to be okay. You tell yourself that. Now, in Luke 19, Jesus this describes something that, that when Jesus is heading into the city of Jerusalem on his last trip in there. Now, as he drew near, he saw the city and wept over it, saying, if you had known, even you, especially in this your day, the things that make for your peace, but now they are hidden from your eyes because they refuse to see them. For days will come upon you when your enemies will build an embankment around you, surround you, and close you in on every side. By the way, that happened in AD 70 with the destruction of, of the city of Jerusalem. And level you and your children within you to the ground, and they will not leave in you one stone upon another, which, by the way, that actually happened on the, on the temple, because you did not know the time of your visitation. You got to notice that last line. He held them responsible because they did not know the time of their visitation. So we, living in this day, are responsible to know the time of our visitation. And Christ leaves no room to plead ignorance. In Matthew 16, Jesus came down very hard on the Pharisees, calling them hypocrites. You know how to discern the face of the sky, but you cannot discern the signs of the times. They were called to discern their times. We are called to discern our times. So that brings me to reality point number one. Wow, what a rebuke to yeah. the Pharisees. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Especially The religious people. Especially considering they actually did know the, the time because they had studied Daniel and they studied the books. Oh yeah, they knew the law. Yeah, they, they understood the, the implications of prophecy. But that brings us to our first reality point. Number one, and it's a big one, to realize here, Jesus Christ is likely going to return in this generation. I mean, we see that, and more people need to wake up to that. I mean, did you get it? This is a when you first understand this, it's a reality you can hardly get your head around. The God man who did those miracles and calmed the sea and walked on water and raised up Lazarus is likely coming back in my natural lifetime, God willing. The God-man who died and rose to pay for my sin is on the doorstep. All scripture points to him, the Old Testament, the New Testament. His first coming defined history and gave it meaning. His second coming is going to put an end to history and establish his kingdom. I mean, th th Say that again. His first coming, coming will put an end to history. Or his, his, first company, his first coming defined history and gave it meaning. His second coming will put an end to history and establish his kingdom. Wow, I know you have seven points here, so these are really important. Number two. Number two, reality point number two, he holds us responsible to know the time of our visitation. You know, the Jews that rejected him had the witness of the Old Testament scripture. I mean, Herod's scholars told him that Messiah was expected at the time he came. He told that to the wise men. And Jesus held them responsible. And yet many churches scoff at the notion that we're in the end times. But they're going to be held responsible too. And 
we are told to look at the times in which we live and understand the parable of the fig tree that said all and see all things know that it is near at the door when when those times come so we see Israel back in the land we see Jerusalem as the capital of Jerusalem it's been it's belonged to Israel since 1967 so we are in the window of Christ's return now is the day of salvation now, now is the day of salvation. salvation absolutely reality point number three a day of judgment is coming the time of Christ's return is going to bring rescue through the rapture and judgment my people are destroyed for lack, lack of knowledge, says Hosea. Because you have rejected knowledge, I also will reject you from being priest for me. Because you have forgotten the law of your God, I will also forget your children. Those words are, are hard and stark and powerful. Because the nation that rejects God and his laws are going to face that judgment. Pretty and, strong language. I also will forget your children. Yeah, because you have rejected knowledge. We were a nation that followed God, that were founded uh, on godly principles at the beginning, and we have strayed so far from that. Right now we see churches that reject the notion of, of the fact that Jesus is coming back very soon. We see churches that are compromising on the Bible. Some that say that there are more ways than one to, to the Father, that, you know, Muhammad can be a way. I'm seeing some that are embracing homosexuality, tolerating sin, even abortion, and disguising that as women's rights. You know, the, some polls, recent polls were taken, and only 9% of Christians, not Americans, only 9% of Christians were found to have a biblical worldview. That's because of a lack of doctrinal teaching in our churches. Yep. And that's even more than discipleship. That is solid doctrine that must be taught at the earliest time. And we have so many people that are coming to know the Lord later in life, did not grow up in a church that had that or taught that or even the elements of that in Sunday school and then for our own children. And it's hard to put those pieces together. So this is very important to know these things and for the church to help the people right now, especially for the timing of what's happening. It's imperative. Absolutely, absolutely. And Jesus passes judgment when, when we miss those markers. We see in Matthew 7, 21 through 23, and, and, and this is a very, this can be a very scary passage when you read it. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven. Not everyone who, who, who does that, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. I mean, Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments. If you love me, I mean, that's the standard. If you love me, keep my commandments. It doesn't mean we're going to do it 100%. But <laughs> I love those if clauses. If you do this, then I will do this. So it's a command of God, but we have some responsibility. Yeah. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name? cast out demons in your name and done many wonders in your name and then I will declare to them I never knew you depart from me you who practice lawlessness 
You don't have to wait until the nice weather rolls around to get your roof fixed. LJ Construction is among a select number of companies that offers year-round roofing. Mention you heard this ad on WDCX and ask about the special discount going on now for up to $750 off a roof replacement or $50 off a roof repair. Check them out online at ljconstructionwny.com. For your free estimate, call 989-9494. LJ Construction, the honest contractor. For years, you've been suffering with health problems. You've seen one doctor after another, but your symptoms haven't gone away. It's time to seek a natural solution. When the right combination of natural health therapies and whole food supplements join forces, you have Synergy. Hi, I'm Jimmy, founder and owner of Synergy Nutrition and Wellness here in Western New York. At Synergy, we teach our patients how to thrive holistically because God designed the body to heal and function on its own. Your body's ability to heal is greater than anyone has permitted you to believe. We have successfully helped patients battling health issues like acid reflux, chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, autism, autoimmune disease, infertility, and much, much more. You can take control of your health without relying on medications or surgeries. Get rid of the pain, depression, exhaustion, and so much more and start living the life you were meant to live. And it starts with a simple phone call. To make an appointment with a Synergy team member, please call us at 716-264-4248. You can also check us out online at 716synergy.com. At Legal Shield, they know that life can be complicated. So if you and your family need a will or simply need help with a traffic ticket, if you're a gun owner or a small business owner and need some legal advice, or if you do a ride share or delivery business and have legal questions, they can help with all of the above. Plus, if you're concerned about your family's identity, protect it with ID Shield, the number one identity theft product in the US and Canada. Legal Shield is a service that every family in the US and Canada needs and can afford. With Legal Shield, you can have access to a law firm right in the palm of your hand. So call Al Anderson at 716-628-0011 or visit his website at alfredandersonjr.wearelegalshield.com to get a Legal Shield plan today. Looking to hear more of Rob's insight on current events and the prophetic landscape? Find Rob on History of the Future, his podcast series released weekly. To get the History of the Future podcast, go to heroesnation.tv and download the app. That's heroesnation.tv. Then look for History of the Future and enjoy Rob and other fine podcasters. Stay up on the prophetic news with the History of the Future podcast on heroesnation.tv. Hope in Jesus. That's what today's Living Hope is all about. Hey, welcome back, Rob, to our program and our listeners out there. And we're talking um, about the meaning of the message. And Rob's been sharing some very good, strong reality points. And we're on reality number four. Okay, I'm just going to name the first three then. Christ will likely return in this generation. He holds us responsible to know the time of our visitation. And a day of judge of judgment is coming. Number four. A day is coming when everything will change. Everything's going to change, and, and we're, we're on the cusp of this. Biblically, we can know that we are on the edge of something that Scripture calls Jacob's trouble. We, we also call it in the New Testament the tribulation. We are living in the prelude to those last days, the time of the birth pangs. So we're living in biblical times. People say, I want to live in biblical times. You're, you're there. <laughs> you're living there now, believe me. Yeah, yeah. This has all been established and prearranged by God. He's right on time, by the way. Absolutely. <laughs> so, 
Yes, sovereign hand. Reality point number five. Repentance is the road to restoration. God has promised this. Every time we are called to repent. I mean, 2 Peter 3, 9 says, the Lord is not slack concerning his promise. You just said he was right on time. He is, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that, should, that all should come to repentance. This is for the Lord. This is the Lord's heart. John three sixteen. for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. He wants everyone who walks around here to know his son personally and walk in that truth. And that does not mean that everyone will. This is not a universalism, but no. but this this is this is where God's heart is. And and there's a very important principle here. God is a God of his word. And he's a God of his word in, in judgment and he's a God of his word in mercy. He's going to keep that word and and we can depend on that. And by the way, repentance was the message the that very first message that Christ gave, his first sermon, it was also the cry of John the Baptist in the wilderness. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent ye and believe the gospel. I, I like saying the King James sometimes. Okay, what does it mean to repent then? We know that we are a sinner. We know that the scripture says, um, 1 John 1, 9, if I confess my sins, he will forgive me of my sins and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. I'm inviting him into my life. I'm asking him to forgive me of my sins. But does that mean I just continue living the way I am? No, it's rethink and, and change your direction. Go the opposite it, way you, uh, yes. that, that you're thinking. Yes, and your behavior becomes Christ-like not in your sinfulness or the world. There is a substantial change as he progresses you on in that yeah, you can't. You can't just say a prayer. You can't just walk the aisle or sign a card. Or I mean, there has to be, you will see fruit. You will see fruit. We are not saved by our fruit, but you, you know, fruit. Your heart changes. Yeah. Your motives change. Your direction changes. Your interest changes. You don't see perfection, but, but you see a righteousness coming forth. Change life. Reality point number six. We were talking about repentance. Well, revival always follows repentance, and that's because of the mercy of God. That is because of the mercy of God. No matter where we've been, no matter, the road back is always open until it's closed. And, and, until that, my uh, late pastor used to say, uh, until that first uh, shovel full of dirt hits you in the face. You know, it's, it, there's, there's a chance to come back. I'm getting choked up thinking about God's mercy, just the way yes. he, he worked yes. with me. You know, I mean, uh, wow. You know, when, when I think of where he took me from. You know, in, in Acts 2, Peter prophesies of the last days, and it shall come to pass in the last days, says God, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Mm. Our spirit is, is, is available here in the last days. He's pouring it out on all flesh. Now, Peter, in Acts 2, he's, he is giving his first big sermon, this day of Pentecost sermon, and, and when his audience is convicted, they cried out, men and brethren, what shall we do? And then Peter said to them, repent. That's where we are today. We are at this call to repent. So now I know I reviewed it at the beginning of this segment, but very quickly, here, here are the points. Christ will likely return in this generation. Two, he holds us responsible to know the time of our visitation. Three, a day of judgment is coming. It's going to be soon. Everything will change. Five, God is God. He's the God of his word. 
and he's coming back. He says he's coming back. He is coming back. And revival follows repentance. And reality point number seven, we are called to that repentance. We are called to repent for the first time if we have never given our lives to Jesus Christ. We are called as a church to repent from where we are at because we have fallen very far. We are called to repent in our own personal lives, and we know where we have fallen down. I know where I have fallen down, and Father, I pray that where, where you didn't show me, show me now. That's where the power of the church comes in as each individual and as a church as a whole just looks at themselves personally because he, the scripture, Second Chronicles 7, 13, and 14, is so powerful and it just takes one person at a time, but that collectively is the church to rise and stand. And it's so easy for people to get mad at God at this point rather than go to God at this point. Mm-hmm. And this is what he's saying. So that particular passage of Scripture was to Israel, but it, it applies across the generations and, and all the way to us, across the thousands of years. This was God speaking to Solomon. When I shut up heaven, when I, so God's saying, when I shut up heaven and there is no rain, this is because of, of, of sin, a sin in Israel or sin in our nation. When I shut up heaven, when I declare judgment, when I shut up heaven and there is no rain or command the locusts to devour the land or send pestilence among my people. So God is saying, I'm taking responsibility for that. My actions are not evil, but I'm taking responsibility there. If my people Mm. who are called by my name, my people, the church, my people, Israel, my people, people that have dedicated themselves, the United States was dedicated to to Jesus Christ right from the beginning. I mean, whether you go to um, whether you go to uh, 1620, whether you. the Mayflower, 1607, in Jamestown, Washington's first inauguration when a, when a prayer meeting broke out. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, here, four steps here, humble themselves and pray and seek my face, not just my ways, my face, that intimate relationship, and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will for, I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. The promise is there. Seems so simple. Why is it so difficult for us to really see this and act upon it? He said he would heal our land. It's a promise. And in the history, one of the first things our forefathers did was send up a print shop and they printed Bibles and everybody had one. And they started schools with the Bible as part of the schools. Look how far away we are. Yeah, and even we know that there were some theists among the and deists uh, among the uh, uh, the founding fathers, but even they recognized the biblical principles necessary to, for the foundation of a country. Yeah, absolutely. So from the beginning to end, God's been in charge of all this. He's trying to wake us up, don't you, you know, think? Yeah, and now we are walking away as a nation. And we, are, what sickens me is that we are washing, walking away in so many of our churches. They, they've just abandoned the Bible as, as the foundation of truth and, and decided, well, maybe certain of the commandments need to be set aside because they, they don't meet modern-day expectations. And, and we are committing national and theological suicide. Well, I was talking to someone the other day, and we were putting some scriptures um, together, uh, some things about marriage, and the person made the comment, well, don't you think this is a little antiquated? Mm. 
And I said, uh, no, I think it's spot on for what he has guided us through for the principles of marriage. It's, it's relevant today as it was at the beginning of time. And it will be fulfilled whether we like it or not. And that's Amen. why the humbleness of knowing Jesus, and like you talked about, where would any of us be without him? And grace and mercy. And uh, some people's second chances that he's always there for us. We can come to him. Fourth chances ninth ninth chance yeah i mean it's just it's just all over the place and you know and you know what that's a call for every age and and if we do that if we seek his face if we turn god promises he will hear he will forgive he will heal absolutely such a deal i know there's our hope there's the finish we've written we've seen the last chapter we win it's in the book it's going to happen rob it's always a pleasure to have you on tell us about your heroes yeah we have the uh HeroesNation.tv it's, uh, is where you can get our History of the Future podcast. History of the Future podcast, that's, that's where you go to, HeroesNation.tv, and you can get that. You can download that on your phone just that way, HeroesNation.tv, or uh, go to Apple Podcasts, go to Spotify, and look for History of the Future. Also, if you want the newsletter, it's at ATPMinistry.com. Absolute Truth and Prophecy, atpministry.com. And all, all you have to do is sign up and give them your email, and you'll get that uh, newsletter every week. And I'll tell you, it's worth getting, it's worth receiving, and reading it. It's one free, th- and it's worth every penny. And It's worth every penny. <laughs> and one thing we know for sure is all the promises that are on the in the Word of God is for each believer to take, rely on, hold on to for ourselves individually. Amen. 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 Thanks, Rob. Hey, we'll see you in a couple weeks. Are you looking for a natural way to deal with your pain? The Buffalo Holistic Center is dedicated to the practice and study of evidence-based holistic therapies. Infrared sauna sessions help release the body of toxins, including heavy metals such as mercury and lead. There are a range of massage therapies, including orthopedic and Thai. They also offer colon hydrotherapy. To schedule your appointment, call 716-877-7077 or visit buffaloholisticcenter.com for more information. Do you need a will? Or do you need some advice about a property issue, accident, personal injury, marital issue, real estate matter, or business situation, but you only have modest resources? Well, everyone deserves legal protection. And the good news is that Legal Shield has solutions to your legal issues without it causing stressful or complicated outcomes. So call Al Anderson at 716-628-0011 or visit his website, alfredandersonjr.wearelegalshield.com to get a Legal Shield plan today. Did you know that God designed the body to heal and function on its own? Hi, I'm Jimmy, founder and owner of Synergy Nutrition and Wellness here in Western New York. We teach our patients how to thrive holistically with natural therapies and whole food supplements. If you've been suffering with health problems, it's time for a natural approach. You have the power to take control of your health. To schedule an appointment with a Synergy team member, please call us at 716-264-4248. You can also check us out online at 716synergy.com. Looking to hear more of Rob's insight on current events and the prophetic landscape? Find Rob on History of the Future, his podcast series released weekly. To get the History of the Future podcast, go to heroesnation.tv and download the app. That's heroesnation.tv. Then look for History of the Future and enjoy Rob and other fine podcasters. 
Stay up on the prophetic news with the History of the Future podcast on HeroesNation.tv. Life isn't always easy, but there will never be a time when God leaves us without hope. This is Today's Living Hope with Linda Penn. Hey, welcome back. And you know, in this segment of Today's Living Hope, every other week we have Dominic Zeccaroli on from Total Breakthrough. Hey, Dominic, how are you? Hi, Linda. Always love being here with you. Yes, it's good. It's good. Tell us about the website real quick because yes. we want to refer people. Yes, we're, um, you know, go to totalbreakthrough.org and you can fill out a, a prayer request there. And if you're having issues, you know, uh, relationship issues, financial issues, health issues, addiction issues, let us come and connect with you. Uh, we'll call you back. We'll email you back, and we'll connect with you so we can get you on your way to a, a recovery. And, you know, we wanted I wanted to start the program off with that because one thing that we critically need all the time is prayer. And I don't know if anybody that does it any better than Total Breakthrough through Dominic Zaccaroli. So I'm really glad because our topic today is pretty, it's kind of serious. We're encouraging people to participate in, in something that affects us as parents and affects our children. Right, Dominic? Yeah, yes, and I'm excited about this. That's why uh, I thought we'd use this time today um, to actually introduce our guest speaker. And actually, he's he's an I, I kind of look at him as an expert in this area, and I'm, I'm excited that uh, Chris is here to join us. And so I'm all about what we're going to be sharing about today. I'm, I'm really excited about participating in uh, this event. Uh, and I, you know, we always like to use scripture, and um, you have found some scriptures that you had wanted me to read. And because we're talking about parents, we're talking about children, we're talking about a seminar coming up, and I'm going to introduce Chris Chrome here in just a few minutes. I have no greater joy than to hear that my children are walking in the truth, 3 John 1, 4. Jesus said, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these, Matthew 19, 14. Mm. Yeah, and these are great commandments that we need to hear today for not only in our, our, our hearts, but for the hearts of our children as parents, as we walk along the way, as we rise up, as we lay down, Deuteronomy 6, 6 through 7. And then the, um, as we do that and knowing that, we are actually training our children to have moral courage, moral courage for others, moral courage for them as they walk in truth. This is the positive side. You want the negative side? The negative side is why we have to talk about this today is Romans 1, 21 to the end of the chapter where all they knew God, but they would not acknowledge him. And because of that, this is short version, condensed form. <laughs> exactly. Can't read all the verses because I want to get all the program in. But it's for the reason that because they rejected him, knew him but not would honor and glorify them he turned them over to reprobate minds and he caused the lust he caused the things of the sinful nature of all the things that we're dealing with lgbt homosexuality um pedophile all the things that were walking in the truth of the sin god predicted because they turned away from him mm -hmm. so i would like to introduce C christopher chrome and he um, has some great credentials behind him. He has a degree in theology and uh, religion and biblical exposition. Now you went to Liberty. You and I are Liberty grads That's right. and, wow. uh, That's and right. graduates because I have a church degree ministry and I'm Phoenix Seminary. And 
God has prepared you and you grew up in a church but uh, walked with him and then kind of got away from him I think we all have our times but then God got a hold of you for the call of what did he wanted you to do so years later he has not only finished that Liberty University three times over he says in his bio and he is studying the doctrine uh, doctrinal program of Christian leadership which I think is boy do we need it because we certainly have compromised and corruptness in all areas so welcome Chris to our program today's living hope and we're talking about a serious topic and that's we're promoting a biblical worldview seminar and why we need it and how we need to move forward for that so help us with that Chris absolutely and thank you for having me today Linda I appreciate it and thank you Dominic uh, for inviting me as well uh, one of the things that we're concerned with as a, as a group, the Sundulos organization that I'm representing today and um, the Cross and Culture group that I represent that is mine, is we're concerned with the state of education, uh, not just in our country, but, but in New York. We want to look locally and, and see where we can intervene at a local level because oftentimes we look at the, the big picture, but Everything starts on a local level. Everything starts around the dinner table, the community that you live in. Starts in our home. That's right. Absolutely. And, and so that's what we want to look at. We want to look at starting in our home. We want to look at starting where we live, the places that we frequent. And when we look around at the educational system, there is no question that we are in dire need of improvement. And for those reasons you mentioned, LGBTQ, uh, critical race theory, all of those things that are coming into play today, we find them to be... Uh, detrimental to the to our society twofold one they're destroying our culture but two they're also making sure that our future leaders of tomorrow are not prepared uh, in any way whatsoever to lead our communities and our countries our churches our homes um, we are, we're in a bad way here and we don't dare leave that to the responsibility you um, you're not to leave it to your responsibility of your church or your school, or your educational system, nope. the responsibility solely falls on the parents. The school, whether it's a Christian school or where you're sending your child or uh, a church, they are to supplement and support. They were never to take the place of, and I think we Christians have used that as a crutch. Um, and I love 1 Corinthians 16, 13. Being a Christian demands having a spiritual background backbone the conviction of faith and willingness to stand and live by faith no longer can you say when my child becomes of age he can decide what he wants to do what a travesty if you have jesus into your heart you're going to be held responsible for how you raised your kids let's get serious people look at the news 100 percent uh when we look at that one of the things i think of is that we're called to direct the way in which our children are to go lead them in the way that they should go uh, we don't want to leave it to chance because if we leave it to chance, it's it's really not chance. I guess it's a pejorative. In in reality, we're leaving leaving it to the society. We're leaving it to the greater, you know, the greater government, and and we don't really want them to have that. Even that if you're power. not saying anything, you're teaching them something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you end up you teach your children something no matter what. We're always teaching something. Uh, so one, one theologian said, listen, everyone's a, a theologian. It just depends if you're a good one or a bad one. And, and it kind of applies here. <laughs> you're, you're leading them somewhere. It's just, is it somewhere good or somewhere poor? The truth, the way, and the life is through the word of God. I grew up in a domination, denomination that was the Bible, the whole Bible, and nothing but the Bible. This is where we're coming from, and that's why that worldview is so important, yes. isn't it? And you can start any time. That's what's so exciting. 
I think that's something that gets in the way for a lot of people. They think that they, they see that they've maybe failed before or neglected it and think, well, it's too hard to start now. But mm-hmm. the reality is, mm-hmm. is every t- every opportunity is a new opportunity to change the direction which your family and your community is going. The hope of Jesus Christ is it's never too late it's through not. the Holy Spirit. That's right. Amen. That's I'm right. excited about that. I am too. And so that that's why we're having this uh, seminar. We want to talk about education and where we are. We want to talk about what's going on that maybe hasn't come to the forefront as as much uh, people tend to think that you know that's not happening here you know i see it happening afar but it's not happening here but it actually is and if you look closely at it you'll see a lot of these things are being implemented right into the education system not just from the system itself but from those who are involved in it the people who are being prepared to teach tomorrow are also a part of that that community that we're so concerned about yeah we seem to have so much control over um, by the unions that are affecting our educational system to say especially the public schools Mm -hmm. and so that's what's got to change and who better to do that than to have christians stand up that's absolutely right and and a lot of christian parents have been convinced that they are not qualified to stand in that role but the fact of the matter is is that as soon as god gave you those children he qualified you to stand in that role and teach and develop and train so every christian parent every parent uh, that god blesses with children it is called to take up that mantle and direct the way their children are going. And, you know, we have a lot of scriptures that I we don't have time to share, but um, Chris has done a beautiful outline. If you want a copy of that, all you have to do is contact me, uh, lindakpenn at gmail.com, and I will get a copy of that out to you because I really want them to have the biblical understanding behind it. This, I mean, this is a great, this could be an hour sermon right here if we yes. had time to do all of it for them to know what that moral courage is and how to bring that forth and how we they can be supported by what's coming up at this Biblical Worldview Seminar. 100%. And to do that, you have to know what's going on. To, to know how you can contribute and prepare, you have to know what's happening. So uh, in that outline, we laid out a couple of things that are happening in the state, curriculum changes and requirements, uh, some of the resources that they're using, um, and, and on some of our local schools, whether they're elite K through 12s or whether they are college schools or medical schools, these these things for LGBTQ, uh, CRT, they're all being implemented within those systems, and we need to know what they are and how to identify them. Oh, absolutely! Uh, I think the uh, Christian Medical and Dental Association just took um, the bull by the horn and filed some lawsuits against some definitions of science, truth, and some of the things that we're dealing with in the medical field right now. So, you know, don't you see people rising? There's a movement happening, and, and it's good. And I think what we need to do with that movement, Linda, is we need to look to all those people that are trying to rise up and speak and be together, because there is something to be said about the power of community. Mm-hmm. And the more voices that are speaking out about this, the more likely we will get someone to listen and to understand that these are our concerns. We we want them to focus on basic education. The standards in New York State are so low, not even just from a moral standpoint, but from an educational standpoint. They are so low on both fronts that it's, uh, it's an atrocity that parents could be threatened as homeschoolers uh, to... to uh, bring their kids back into the school system if, if the state doesn't like what they're doing. The state has no place to speak in terms of uh, what they're doing and their standards. So how do we go about, just real quickly here, how does God implement and how do we seek his moral courage to have the conviction to have saying, I've got to do this, or there's no other way. I've got to take a stand. Absolutely. And I think it starts with realizing where we can help. 
Uh, you know, there's that old saying, there are some that go down into the well and there are others that hold the rope while they go down. And, and some people look at it and they're afraid to get involved, especially if that is their occupation. If they're involved in the school system, they, they have some, some trepidation about jumping in. But the fact of the matter is, is that everyone can play a part in this and everyone's got to find uh, a group or organization or community that is recognizing that there is a need here and then find a way to be part of that, however they're supporting it. But we can start by supporting it through prayer and looking for those opportunities to be a part of anything happening. And I know we've been praying about this for a while, haven't we, Dominic? Yes. Total breakthrough. Yes, we I mean in our community, I think uh it's perfect timing that in the in the middle of adversity, you know, the Bible says the more they were afflicted, the more they multiplied. I think it's time for this community to multiply and get involved in this event that is with Sandulas is a perfect place to come and join us to get the information you need because most of us most people are, i mean out there are, they're not hearing it you know they're i'm not saying their ha- heads are in the sand but they're not you know it's just something that's so life is so busy sometimes you miss some of the things that are going on and it's scary when they're going on with your children every year it happens that windstorm blows through western new york and then in your yard and sometimes the neighbor's yard are shingles from your roof or what about the leak you can't trace but suspect it has something to do with the roof maybe you've been in your house for decades and it's just time to have the roof replaced whether it's repairs or a brand new roof call lj construction today You don't have to wait until the nice weather rolls around to get your roof fixed. LJ Construction is among a select number of companies that offers year-round roofing, and they have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Mention you heard this ad on WDCX and ask about the special discount going on now for up to $750 off a roof replacement or $50 off a roof repair. Discounts are also available for veterans and seniors. Stop by their showroom in Lancaster at 3439 Walden Avenue or check them out online at ljconstructionwny.com. For your free estimate, call 989-9494. LJ Construction, the honest contractor. Imagine your heart stops beating for 23 minutes and your loved ones are told you would either be brain dead or dead by the morning. I don't have to imagine that because it happened to me, but because of the power of prayer, I'm alive today. Hi, I'm Dominic Saccaroli, and as a result of my storm, total breakthrough was birthed. If you have a prayer request, send it today by going to our website, totalbreakthrough.org, and click on the prayer link at the top of the page. Thank you, and God bless. At Legal Shield, they know that life can be complicated. So if you and your family need a will or simply need help with a traffic ticket, if you're a gun owner or a small business owner and need some legal advice, or if you do a ride share or delivery business and have legal questions, they can help with all of the above. Plus, if you're concerned about your family's identity, protect it with ID Shield, the number one identity theft product in the US and Canada. Legal Shield is a service that every family in the US and Canada needs and can afford. With Legal Shield, you can have access to a law firm right in the palm of your hand. So call Al Anderson at 716-628-0011 or visit his website at alfredandersonjr.wearelegalshield.com to get a Legal Shield plan today. No matter how hopeless you feel the world has become, there is always hope in Jesus for today. Hey, welcome back in this segment of today's Living Hope. Hey, you know. Dominic Zaccaroli from Total Breakthrough, and we have a guest with us during that time, this time, and uh, his name is Chris Crone, 
and uh, we're talking about a seminar that's coming up, The Biblical Worldview, on September the 17th. It's going to be from 9.30 to 1.30 p.m., and it's going to be at the Christian Central Academy. That's the location for it. And uh, we want to talk a little bit more about it, who's speaking, what they're going to be doing, the benefit you're going to have, and why you should participate. It is a free seminar, and it does include lunch. Chris, tell us more. Absolutely. Thank you. So our goal in this is we, we want two things out of this. We want exposure and action. So for us, exposure means we want to let you know what is going on, what we found in the state that is happening, what's happening on a larger level. To do that, we're going to break into essentially two presentations during the seminar. The first one's going to be given by Pastor Emery Brown of Refreshing Springs Church, and he's going to go over the detail of the ideology of this educational system, where it's come from. He's been looking at John Dewey uh, throughout our previous seminars and, and how some of those things have come to play in terms of his philosophical thought and and understanding of the education system, how it slowly began to move God out of the educational system, and how it moved into some more, uh, I guess we'll call them uh, moral platitudes that that seem to replace the the specificity of God's word and his command and his directions for us. So you're really telling us what brought us to this decline. (laughs) Bottom line, we're in a mess, people. We're in a mess. We've left Jesus out. We've left people out. We haven't taken our responsibility as, uh, you know, as Christians. And now's the time. But we need to understand the past to get to the present in order to know that we have a future Mm -hmm. if we will get involved. There's hope. If we will understand those things. What are, besides the history, then what, what will you be sharing? Because you have a different, a little bit of a different slant on your part of the presentation. I do. My, my goal is to look at a lot of where we are in the future. I, I want to talk about how what's happening today is going to practically affect our culture. It's going to affect our homes. It's going to affect our children growing up. The immediate results of that and the long-term results. I, I believe that I'm a firm believer that the aspects of homeschooling, <coughs> Christian schooling, and uh our need to recover a public education system work in harmony with our need to protect our children and carry out the Great Commission. So my, my goal is to talk about those things and, and where I see the future of this going if we don't step in and some ways that we can step in practically now to protect our children but also um, kind of start to fight back against the culture and, and regain that public education system. Most people miss that it was slowly and incrementally taken from us. We, we watched, we stood by and watched, and we, we kind of guarded ourselves and, and put up our walls around. Well, and, it's kind of like the <laughs> it's kind of like the frog in the pot. Yes. Uh, except, you know what? The water is boiling the, now. Wa- the water's now boiling. It, yes. And it's going to boil over soon if, if we don't have people involved and we don't take action. And I'm wondering if people really understand what the CRT is all about. What it? What are the implications of it? How are they spreading it? And I think that I p- people. Um, are empowered by knowledge Mm -hmm. and ignorance is what has really stopped um, what we need to be doing you know I think I think it's a combination of ignorance and misplaced guilt Uh, the culture's Mm -hmm. done a really good job of guilting people into believing that they shouldn't stand against it Um, they have told people of of certain skin colors and, and ethnic origins that because they haven't experienced it, they don't get to have a say in it. And, and I think that's very unfair because we're all in this community together and we're all experiencing community. So we do get a say. And, and one of the main problems without driving too far with CRT is the concept behind equity. You know, there, there's a difference between equity and equality. That's a whole nother program. <laughs> that's, a, that's, sometime, a whole, Chris. that's a whole nother program. But we <laughs> yes. will bring that up during the yes. seminar and yes. talk about 
why it's so important. And the short version of that story is, is that there's a difference between making sure everyone has a fair chance and making sure everyone has an equal outcome. Outcomes are driven by the effort that you put in. But opportunities are the things that we need to be aware of and making sure that people aren't being discriminated against for opportunity. But that, that's far beyond. CRT is so much further beyond that. Well, I think that's a part of our Bill of Rights. It's part it, of our it Constitution. It's part of what we as Americans stand for and why people have wanted to come to this country. Mm -hmm. And we are ignoring it for there to be a systematic change in our government. We're losing our republic. We're using, losing our democracy. We have a socialistic government um, trying to push in. So now's the time. It's critical. It is. And, and we've been divided into artificial tribes. And what's happened is that tribalism has affected the church. And people who should be represented by name in the name of Christ are being represented in putting themselves into different groups that have nothing to do with Christ now. So that, that's been the trick that's been played on us a lot. What would you say hmm. to people listening, trying to determine whether I'm going to go or not? I think we've given some good reasons why. Um, who do you see coming to this um, seminar? Well, I think to answer your first question, I would say if you're not going to come to a seminar like this, then when are you going to start being involved? Uh, this is, um, you know, we're not asking much of you right now to come. We want you to come to the seminar and hear what we have to say and tell you what's really going on. If that's not enough to drive you to action, I, I don't know what is. Uh, you should be aware. Uh, to, to your second point there, uh, this is, I envision this to be a place for parents, grandparents, teachers. Uh, I, I think it reaches out to anyone who's concerned about the direction of our country and our community and the educational standards that we have. We've fallen so far behind in the world in education, but if you look closer, we've fallen behind more morally than, than we ever have. We're in a steep moral decline, and it is because we reject these principles that God has given us on raising our children, educating our children, preparing them to be good, good uh, members of society. So those are all the biblical principles that we want to pay attention to. What would you say to the local church pastor hearing this program or having people who are going to say, you know what, I want to share this with my pastor, and uh, why aren't we not talking about this from the pulpit? You know, there's a lot of, uh, I think, misconstrued ideas that you don't talk about these things in the public. A lot of people want to, to stick to the Bible, but what they miss is that in sticking to and in believing that, they miss part of the Bible. The, the Bible wants us to be a part of what's going on and affect change in our community. What is salt and light, but if it's not something to expose and preserve? When it's part mm -hmm. of our um, government, it's part of our Constitution, mm -hmm. um, the first thing after they got, and they used the Bible to come to, you know, that's a whole nother program. But that's the entwining of what it is, and that's why they ran their, their churches, their homes, their businesses, their government by the, with the Bible. And boy, have we gotten away with that. And the reason that we have ministries like this and events like this is because it's not being talked about in the church. If this were being talked about more in the church, you'd see less and less of these groups popping up. But what we're actually seeing around the city is more and more secular groups taking up this activity that the church should actually be ahead of because we're supposed to be the moral conscience of a, of a community and a society. And yet, I love how people are moving out, um, out from underneath the building and actually creating these movements. Mm -hmm. Acts 529, the one of the CMDA, Christian Medical Association, what you're doing here for people to understand there's help out there. Let's, let's get involved. And so we're saying Saturday, September the 17th, 
9.30 to 1.30 p.m., so it doesn't take up your whole day. Nope. Lunch is included. And um, Dr. Uh, Emery Brown will be speaking. You will be speaking. What The other thing that I noticed, too, there's going to be some small group interaction. So there's going to be time for questions, answers, and discussion of understanding, which I love. 100%. Uh, we're very big on small groups. We want people to connect with each other and understand that, first, they're not alone. But second, that there is um, there's something to be said about people when, when we band together and, and use our energy to push in one direction, we can get a lot more done. So we're going to have small groups and we're going to curate some questions during the presentations by uh, Pastor Emery and myself so that at the end we can have a full Q&A with the group as well. So you'll have an opportunity to mix and mingle with uh, educators, administrators, parents, grandparents that are all kind of doing different things separately. And we hope to, to network you guys together and, and present what's happening in our state so that we can work together and push towards the goal. And we have to be able to not just work now, but we have to prepare our children to be in a place to work in the future when we're gone, because this is not a short-term effort. You know, when you understand this and the moral courage of that, and you supplement it with the scripture, which is in the educational area, but just who you are as a person, who God made you to be, the identity that you have in Christ, mm-hmm. you're going to help your children walk through and know that they they um, don't have to put up with being bullied. They don't have to be um, tolerate somebody putting them down for their beliefs and that there is tolerance and that we can you know be one among and yet have a spirit of unity uh, for that and moving forward I would also hope with those small groups that you would have identify one to three actions on um, what would be a strategy or how you could take this home personally and mm-hmm. put feet on it and move forward and how you could do it as a group and how you could do it uh, as collectively and moving forward to know there is a there is a system of action happening and they've been empowered to do it 100 percent. we um one of the things that we want to realize is when we take that home the very first action that we can take in our own communities is coming together to make sure that we let those educators and those in those schools and districts know that we're there that it starts very first with knowing we're there because when there's no resistance they push as far as they can it's the old you give them an inch they take a mile but when there's resistance from a, a group of parents there or grandparents or, or what have you uh, that's a great place to start but we also want to let you know and it's been done in the city there is a place for parents and grandparents on board it on uh, boards of education within the city and too often we need those voices there because as you mentioned earlier those unions are strong and the better uh, the places the more places that we gather in the more resistance we can put up against that one of the biggest words I see escaping and then we don't use it anymore because it's considered a four-letter word and it <laughs> has a lot more letters in it than that and it's called accountability yes there is something to be said about accountability and to have and hold people accountable you need to be present and and there's no accountability without presence and you need to know what you're talking about yes you do you, you you've got to do your homework you cannot stand up there in front of them and and shout things and there's so much of that going around it doesn't take far to get on the internet and just see people standing and shouting but i believe it's we have the better argument we we have principles from god on on how we should raise our kids and how society should work and our arguments should win and we should know that from the word of god if we have studied that for ourselves and you know what the the word never comes back void it, it doesn't. so there's your truth and your path to the truth 
of the strength and the support to have that moral courage to actually be empowered to do something. You don't have to yell, scream, rant, and rave. You are who you represent and the authority of Jesus Christ based on the word of God. Dominic, you plan on spreading this as far as you can, don't you? Well, I, I, sitting here, I feel I'm in the audience, so this is like awesome. If everybody's hearing what I'm hearing, like this is something to be really excited about. I'm going to pro- promote this through Total Breakthrough um, social media. You can like us on Total Breakthrough Inc., we're going to send it out through our email sources. I'm going to promote this. I'm expecting all my total breakthrough friends out there to come and join us uh, on at this event. Uh, so, yeah, um, Chris has uh, been a great, great. I met him at Sandulas, and I really got connected with him. And, uh, you know, we're, we're buddies. And I just really uh, believe also, too, that this is about unity, too. So no matter what your culture or no matter what your race no matter who you are in the body of Christ, we all are going to come together because that's what God wants us to do. He wants us to come in unity. And when, when the world sees that, there's nothing that can stop it. Mm. So that's really right. excited about that. And that's what we're about. The church is unity. And the church was established to set the pace and the standard for our world in which to be. We were to be a disciple, to make a disciple, and we were reach the whole entire world. Mm-hmm. Those, those were the commandments that God had given us. It wasn't for the pastor. It wasn't for those who just had the gift of evangelism. It was for everyone who has the Holy Spirit living in their soul to give a hope that lies within them. And we have got to be preparing our children Hey, Chris, anything else you'd like to tell our audience as we move forward for this? Uh, you know, the thought that came to my mind is that Christians, we can go, we've been going to church for years. We've been reading our Bible and praying. This is what we've been doing it for, for, <laughs> for the opportunity to take a stand. This is, this is the mm-hmm. training that we've been putting in to be ready for the fight. So there's no point in training if you're not going to stand in and fight. And wow. we, you know, we know who wins. We know you who know? wins. And greater is he that's in us than is in the world. And God is allowing all of us, and I think he's trying to mature us and have us grow up and stand for what he stands for. If we are made in the image of God, which we are, every person is, the only other qualification is for you to know him in the lordship of Christ, full reign of the Holy Spirit. Mature Christians are forged in the fire of tumult and and trial. I'm ready to stand. Anybody else out there ready to stand for truth? I'm ready. We're ready. This is uh, what you've been getting ready for, guys. I that's mean, right. That's here, right. Here it is. So. Hey, Chris, we have about two minutes. Why don't you pray for us as we go off this half hour? I'd be happy to. Lord, we thank you so much for the opportunity to gather here and discuss these things that we know are important to you. We pray that you would give Christians a, a heart for this opportunity and this topic, that you would, Lord, give us a vision of where you want us to, to go and that you lead us and direct us and guide us, Lord, in, in all that we do. Lord, we pray your blessing upon the church, those people that name the name of Christ. We pray your blessing upon our churches and our communities and our families and pray that you'd give us the, co- the, the courage of conviction to stand in these darker days. We, we know that you've already told us the outcome, Lord, so we want to be on the right side of this and we want to be participants and not spectators, Lord. Give us courage, give us strength and prudence that in all things we do, we might glorify you. I, I pray for this event. Uh, Sondulos at Christian Central Academy. I I pray, Lord, for this ministry here that Linda does. And, Lord, I pray that you, again, as I said, would be glorified in all things, for we trust you to provide all things, and that at the end your word does not come back void, and that you are the victor, and yet you receive the glory. We pray this in Christ's name. 
Amen. Hey, it is a biblical worldwide seminar. It is Saturday, September the 17th from 9.30 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. And you can register online at Sundulus Seminar, S-U-N-D-O-U-L-O-S-S-E-M-I-N-A-R.com. It's going to be held at Christian Central Academy. It's again September the 17th, 9.30 to 1.30. Sign up. It's a free seminar and you will have lunch while you're there. It's going to be a great time. Hey, this is today's Living Hope for this is a wrap up and we will see all of you next week. The preceding program has been furnished by Today's Living Hope.